So one of these nights and about twelve o'clock, this over's going to land rock. Saints will tremble and cry for pain, for the Lord's going to come in his heaven airplane. Do athletes, when like LeBron James, when he um, does a commercial, is his wife and kids, that's not his real wife and kids, right? Those are just models and, and actor kids. <laughs> Why do they try to be like the family guy and then not use their real family? Even what's his name? Even fucking, what, remember those soup commercials with Reggie White or somebody, some big black lineman was fucking doing the soup and that, or maybe it was, maybe it was a, uh, yeah, it might have been Reggie White, but yeah, they used his mom, and then they replaced his real mom with a fake, like more more soul playing mama. They changed it up. It might have been the old quarterback from the Redskins, but uh, yeah, whoever it was, they just fucking changed up the mama. They're like, you ain't down home enough, so they changed it. Anyway, hi everybody, how are you? Welcome to Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank. I'm Ari Shafir. Uh, on today's episode, I'm gonna talk. But like I said before, I uh, man, my voice is fucked. It was better earlier. It really was. I just got back from a really fun um, weekend in Calgary. It was cold as shit. I would go outside for fucking 30 minutes, and my feet would be cold for like an hour. It doesn't make any sense. It's not even winter yet. Anyway, uh, yeah, it was really fun. The whole weekend was sold out. Uh, it was just great crowds the whole, the whole time. I loved it. So, um, But my voice is a little shot, like it always is. But... It's better now, right? It's not even that bad. I never lost it once on stage. I took my friend's wife advice. My uh, my friend Matt Siegel, his wife Erica Siegel. I think she goes by that. She's a homeopathic doctor in Portland, and she gave me this, this spray to use for my throat. She was so good. She started telling me about what I needed to do to like to to protect my throat, like in terms of like not whispering and and uh, coating it in teas and stuff. And I was like half listening, and then I was like, oh wait, you do this professionally. You're a professional doctor i was like yeah what do you have to say and it's been so fucking good so if anybody lives in portland and if you know what homeopathic doctoring is go see erica siegel she's awesome um so here's the deal like i said earlier um a few weeks ago i'm gonna try to do more just sort of discussions instead of um straight like interviews i mean they're gonna be interviews too but you know sort of topic discussions so um this week, I got two of my friends, and the three of us are all sorts of different levels of religious. And so we just talked about church and uh, praying and faith in general. It was me, my friend Steve Simone, and my friend Steve Renazisi. Uh, they've both been on the podcast before. Um, Renazisi was on my first, very first podcast ever, and he's been on a few other ones. But, um, but um, yeah, Simone goes to church every Sunday. Uh, I am a devout atheist, and Renazisi is somewhere in between. He's, he doesn't know what he should hold on to. So it's kind of an interesting discussion. Um, I like it. I'm glad, <clears throat> I'm glad I'm having stuff like this. But I only wish I had more time. It was only up in like an hour and 15 minutes, and um, I wanted to go for like two or three hours because there's a lot to talk about. But I'll have them both on, and we'll talk about it again or, or other stuff in general. Um, so, okay, let me just start. Before I start, let me just say uh, a couple things about my sponsor, Amazon.com. Uh, if you're there. Oh, no, I got a new sponsor. Well, if you want to do Amazon, you can go to my website, AriTheGreat.com, and you go, there's an Amazon link on the right-hand side. 
By the way, if you also want to go and get four free tracks off my album, you can also do that there, com. But while you're there, go to Amazon link and then go to Amazon. And then when you're shopping at Amazon, if you do it that way, they'll just give me a bunch of percentage off their take. So like uh, whatever you're going to buy, what's now? Galoshes? What do people buy in the fucking... Oh, Christmas presents. Oh, Christmas presents. Yeah, totally. That's coming up. Yeah, buy it off Amazon. First of all, it's cheaper. Just Jew advice. Even if you don't go through my website, you should definitely, as a listener, I'm giving you advice. Go through Amazon and stuff. Don't don't buy it stores anymore. That's 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 done. That's old. Um, and uh, and uh, what was I going to say? Oh, so my other sponsor is is uh, ProFlowers.com. It's a new sponsor. Do you guys know what flowers are? <laughs> they um <laughs> they did what nobody, no other sponsors has done this yet. But they sent me some fucking. <laughs> they sent me a product. They sent me some flowers. I got here and there were some flowers waiting for me. I didn't even know what they were at first. So I'm such a fucking hoarder that I left them in my apartment in the box for like for like five or six days. I, I, I came home from somewhere on the road and they were there. And then I didn't open them and then went back on the road and came back. And they were still in that box. I was like, oh, let me see what's in that box. Uh, and it was flowers. It was a bunch of roses and shit. <laughs> it was actually really nice. I really liked it, and they were all still totally alive. They come in like uh, they come in like this box full of like feeder and stuff. It was pretty cool. So if you guys are into flowers and stuff, let's say you go out with dumb women, or um, I should say, women in general, they were dumb. Uh, give them flowers. They totally get into that shit. Um, I have a link on my website. Uh, if you go through there, you can get like some sort of percentage off some deals. But if you want, just go to proflowers.com and type in skeptic. On the um, there's a little microphone on top, and type in skeptic, and then you get like uh, then you get like a whole bunch of special deals. You get like um, some pumpkin patch for 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 thirty five dollars instead of forty five, and and a bunch of bouquets for they they have them for like thirty bucks and up. I'm telling you, if you want to impress a chick, like all misogyny aside, it's nice to have flowers. Like I'm looking at them right now, and it's actually really pleasant to have in my house. I would never get them for myself because I'm I live like a fucking I live like an animal. Jesus. But um, but yeah, get them for people. Get them for chicks, and get it. they're just they're just sort of fun gifts. I don't know. It's for your mom once in a while, or don't get them. I don't fucking care. But anyway, if you get them, go there and type in skeptic on the microphone, or go through the link on my website arythegreat.com. or you can even call them at one eight hundred p r o flowers, and then mention skeptic. I don't know. There's a bunch of ways. Let's see if it does anything. But the, for those of you who have been using the Amazon link and the ones who are going to do with flowers for the for all the holidays and Thanksgiving and stuff, um, I appreciate it. I really do appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, it helps me stay uh, jacked up when I'm on the road. Uh, oh, and thank you, everyone, for the heavy handshakes I got this weekend in Calgary. You know, they say uh, the Calgary weed is not that good, but I will tell you this. It flowed more than it did in Washington, D.C. I'll tell you that much. Uh, not that Washington, D.C. is known for its pot, but uh, it was good in Calgary. Somebody gave me a cookie that I ate without even thinking about what it might be, uh, which made the late show Saturday really a lot, a lot more fun than it could have been and, um, and a lot longer than it should have been. <laughs> when I get high, I lose my sense of time, so everything just goes out the window. So I was off for like an hour and 15 minutes. I was like, oh, okay, one more bit, then I'm done. And I did like an hour and 30 or something. But anyway... Um, yeah, thank you. And for I, I believe somebody put a bunch of hash in one of those joints. Um, thank you for that too. Or it's the strongest weed I've ever smoked, but I don't think it is. 
Um, so if you guys also have any suggestions for this podcast, I'm doing a live one in New York. Hopefully it's recovered. Uh, I don't know who's going to do it, who's still alive and who's not. I know some of my friends were like affected by the storm. Um, I can't even, I can't even sympathize a little bit. It's just sunny and beautiful here in LA. I can't even understand what that's like. It was like too hot the other day. I was like, Ugh, why am I wearing a hoodie? Uh, anyway, so that's what I've been going through. Uh, let me tell you about some dates. I don't have many left till the end of the year, but uh, the ones I have, dude, I'm ready to record. I'm going to announce when I'm going to record my next special. I think um, I'm going to be doing it in December, and uh, I'll tell you when and where probably in a week. Uh, in the coming couple weeks, I'll have my storyteller show. will be out on iTunes. We'll do one episode. Um, Ren Azizi will be on it. A few other people will be on it. Um, and who else? Burt Kreischer and Joey Diaz, I think. Maybe not Burt Kreischer. I forget now. I got to look at it. But anyway, uh, that'll be on iTunes called This Is Not Happening. It'll be on like towards the end of the month. And I'll also have hard copies of my album, uh, actual CDs that you guys can get if you want that. And I'll probably have a few vinyl because some people are into that. Maybe I'll make like 50 of those. So here's my stand-up gigs real quick. Uh, and if anybody complains this went too long, keep in mind I made some funny jokes in there too. It's not all horrible. All right, House of Blues. November 8th with Joey Diaz in Chicago. Chicago, November 8th. Then New York City, November 9th and 10th. And that, uh, hopefully, everything's still safe there. Is New York City okay? Hopefully, the waters recede by by Friday. Um, and then at the end of the month, I'm going to Minneapolis, the 28th through December 2nd. I'm going to be in Minneapolis at the, uh, at the House of Comedy. And is that it? I think so. I have more storyteller shows. I think November 20th, I'm doing one in Los Angeles at the Hollywood Improv. And on uh, December 31st, I'll be at Knob Hill Auditorium in San Francisco, where Joe Rogan just was with Greg Fitzsimmons and Red Band. And then uh, I think that's it until January. I have Edmonton. I have the comic strip in Edmonton. Um, Take two, Alberta. Take two. Uh, All right, you guys. So here it is. It's Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank, uh, episode 86. It's just a discussion about religion, so let's call it um, let's call it God, because we sort of talked about what that meant to us. So Ari Shapiro's Get the Tank, episode eighty six, God with Steve Simone and Steve Renazisi. Um, yeah, I know. It was dry. Plus, it was like my voice is shot. Plus, it was it was smoking right beforehand. Yeah, you went upstairs. Yeah, Jeff was like, "Come upstairs, and smoke." I was like, "Yeah." And then, uh, and then smoke everybody right. else that was there that I was talking to was like, "Nah, nah, I'm good." I was like, well, "Oh, yep." Well, then I'd rather stay here and talk with everybody. But yeah, I'm really committed. well, I had the brownie problem. That's what happened. So yeah. I was fine. It kicked in later for me. Oof, oof, magoof. That was uh Oh, I had a little more. I went to play pool with Rogan. So I, the the one, you took t- way too much. Yeah, yeah, I know. We went to see Taken Two yesterday, and there was grass brownies involved. Yeah, well, it was <laughs> well, rice, it was rice, a rice, rice crispy treat. Really, it was a really strong one. I knew how strong it was, so I was like split it in half. Then I was like, let's not get obliterated here. Let's just get right. mm-hmm. really good and high. So I was like, Steve, take this, but like leave a bite left over. 
Uh-huh. And I he had given it to me in the rotunda area of where we were. So I don't I I still they still taste like crap to me. So I wanted to have something to drink. So I said, give me the plastic because I just had the bre- the 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 brownie um, itself. The but thing in my hand, but nothing uh-huh. like no wrapper. So I was like, give yeah. me the wrapper so I can put in the wrapper and at least carry it inside till yeah. we get till I get to a drink. Well, he handed me the wrapper with a piece into it. I just jammed mine my into the bite. wrapper. Sizable uh, bite. So I essentially ate seventy five percent of yeah. of oh, the brownie. Seventy six percent to thirty three percent, probably twice as much as me. Yeah, yeah. It was not only did he eat the bite, I told him not to eat. But then he I ate your then he, I ate his mine. extra bite. Yeah, yeah. So you had a triple dose. Basically, it was pretty. It was. Uh, it pointed out some some glaring, porous holes in the plot of Taken Two. Let's just put it that way. After the movie, it was. Uh, I was like, "Yeah, it was, it was okay. It hit me okay." And Steve's like, "Oh, I'm." I'm in control right now. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, I was like, I I need to take a walk oh for twenty God. minutes. I go, I can't d- function at at any level. In yeah, a capacity like, where I'm in charge. Well, give me the whatever. Give me the leftover bite. I'll have the other bite then. I'll get a little. Higher. I was like, no, no, there is no other bite. <laughs> what? I ate that shit. What do you? I mean? ate it all. No, <laughs> <laughs> not. I was like, what are you talking about? I ate the whole thing. It's what you, it's gone. Like, what do you, what do you mean much. it's gone? It's gone. So it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> you blew it. Yeah, you, you couldn't had draw your it. chance. You couldn't draw it. <laughs> you blew it. I'm imagining De Niro and Copland. <laughs> um. Hey, I want to try doing no introduction. Can we do that? And yeah. then, so we'll just do it now. So I can I say hi to you guys. Yeah, well, I don't understand what you mean. I do introductions beforehand sometimes. I mean, I mean afterwards. Oh, oh, okay. Like, I see what you're saying. Episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't know when I'm going to air this. Nah, I'll just do them later. I'll just keep it going as is. Okay, that's all a problem. Right. I don't, all right. Anyway, um, how do you plug all your dates though? Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why I do the intros later. Just like tell them what it is. Yeah, you need to but plug your dates. In four weeks. Yeah. Just do what you normally do. It's nice that way. No, I know, but you have to plug your dates. Yeah. It's part of what this I thing feel like is about. I listen to dates more if they're in this part than if they're in this beginning part. Uh, how about we just, we'll, how about this? We'll plug the dates now, we'll plug them later on too. And okay. then you cut them out or people remember it twice. All right, well, I'm here with Steve Simone and Steve Renazisi. How are you guys? Good. Well, well. we're going to talk about something today. I figured out either religion or masturbation. One or two. To me, it's hand in hand. Yeah, <laughs> both have made me cry. Well, we don't have. We only have like an hour and fifteen minutes. So okay, I, I figure if we can get into religion, it might be longer. Yeah, way longer. Yeah, but this would be a nice trifecta to talk about it. Yeah, with, with yeah, people doing stuff and Renazisi barely hanging on. Barely, his parents makes him do. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, it's a difficult road for me. Yeah, but for many reasons, not just. I can't believe you got your kids christened. What is it? Baptized. Baptized. Yep. Yeah. How are you doing that? Well, <clears throat> the like you don't care about any of that stuff, do you? It's not that I don't care about it. Yeah. It's that I am. I. It's used to be very important to me. It's. It's not nearly as important to me anymore but i feel like because of i mean and this goes into a, a huge backstory but because of how i grew up and how my family what what makes my family happy which is part of what makes me happy and yeah. what what i'm doing trying to do and become 
just trying to get the whole family to stay together and and be happy. Really like your parents, yeah. Well. Everyone's going to be for for the time that they're here. What makes everybody happy? And for me, it's not that great of a sacrifice right now. So for me, it's like that makes a, many many people happy, and that makes me happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is something that I, but I can sort of understand on that level <laughs> to be like, well, they want, the, and it's also just, a but I completely point. understand the other side where it's like, you're only beginning the confusion now. Yeah. If this isn't what you're going to choose to do for the rest of your do you life, like, do you think your kids are going to like have to baptize their kids? Cause like oh, my dad, will I think not. that I will have a conversation. I hope to, I hope to have, well, you know, you never know, but I hope to have the kind of relationship with my sons where I can have a nice dialogue with them at the level which I think that they're capable of understanding. Yeah. And and at some and I will tell them at some point this is exactly how how I feel. Yeah. This is how I feel. This is what this is all the events that led me up to how I feel and explain to them that I went to Catholic school and and you know, I my entire life and I was essentially told for a very long time how to feel what to believe, and this is the way it was, and that was also what was told to me at home. So I thought no other way. Yeah. And once I started to meet people and just literally have oh, life yeah. experiences, yeah, meet different people, and you, say, you become oh, you start to you know obviously ask questions, and you start to say to yourself, you know, is is this what I necessarily believe, or is it just something that? Yeah. You know, you just you just did. I mean, that's what I, I did. Like I, like everything else. Time. Like some people, it's sports, basketball. Some people, it's racism. Whatever it is, that with nationalism too. They're like America's the best. Yeah. Like why? Like because what do you mean? Because it's the best. And you're like, no. Have you really thought about it? In what specific ways is it better or worse in other countries? And like education system is worse. Uh, freedoms are pretty high. But like, has anybody ever broken them down? Like, well, thought about it. Like, why am I on this team? Just because I've been on the team. That's how it was or, with religion a lot. Yeah, or traveled. Like, yeah, you have to get out there and figure out for yourself. Yeah. They have this story in the Old Testament. Jethro. Mm-hmm. Yitro was the, uh, it was my bar mitzvah parsha. What's it, What's the second thing you said? Neutro? Was, that, was this, that was a uh, Hebrew name. Okay. And, um, and he, was, he escaped from Egypt, from Egypt with the Jews. He like left, but he wasn't uh, a Jew. They took some other people with him. Because they were like, hey, if you guys are... Leaving slavery and stuff. <laughs> Would you mind? Uh, catch a ride? Yeah. Because um, I noticed you part of the sea and all. If we could just get through there with you. Yeah. If we could that also. We're not chasing you. We're just. Yeah. So they it's were like trying to slip in the second car underneath those things that close down. What are those little arms that close down? <laughs> like, to go like just, yeah, I try, I've, I've tried to get out before. If like we like try to slip two cars through. Wow. It kind of crashes on the back, but you just keep going because it's a rental car. <laughs> This is a rental car. It's a rental car. (laughs) Fuck them for trusting me. Yeah, but he left and then he decided to study every other religion to see what's the right religion. So he went and like traveled around the world and like saw the other and then decided Judaism was the best one and then came back. Yeah. Which is, yeah, now that I think about it, it's ridiculous in those days. How, how, where could he have gotten? How far could he have gotten in seeing which religions? It would take him a year to get to another country. Fucking walking. Yeah. Yeah, and then it would take him another two years to study it, whatever the religion is, and then go to another country. And there's no way he got to China to, to study Buddhism. Well, maybe... Bullshit a, stories. When I, yeah, well... Think about it. There's no way. He just went around. That's, no well, that begs a, a, another question. It's, it's how much do you think is, uh, is horseshit 
and how much do you think is just uh, I think a lot of it's just written by a person i think it's a, over time it's like yeah i think it's a lot of horse because you look at it back now and you're like oh what do you mean or you look at it it comes from a point of view of of someone who would live in that era yeah um Of just you know, what I mean, it's like it's written for them with all about vengeance and things like that. Laws of eating, they always say like kosher laws are because of like parasites and stuff. Like, well, we don't have any of that anymore. Yeah, um, I have to step out for a second. What are you doing? What's the matter? I have to, I have to Skype home. Oh, are they flooded? No, they just uh, they're about to go to bed. It's Halloween, and uh, I just got a guilt grenade. Oh, really? What? I mean, it's what? Are they going to trick or treat tonight? They just—they're gonna- they're wrapping up trick or treating, and Jackson's hitting that like <clears throat> he's about to lose his mind. Yeah. And uh, sugar, probably. And yeah. now that he's going to crash, so it's like either now Can't or get it in now. All right, but you. Yeah. But you, you yeah, know we'll what? Keep talking. Yeah. We'll because there's other, you know, there's other pieces to the pie. Yeah. This. This is not an easy conversation. This is yeah. like not an easy topic because there's so many layers. Yeah. You know, there's so much to it. I even said I didn't want to get into this when I did. But you still go to church every week, huh? Yeah. What do you get out of that? Um, A sense of peace. Yeah? Yeah. You're always talking about family values and stuff and values you would want to share with like a woman and stuff. And I feel like it's tied in with all that. Um, I think it is, too. It's weird. It's like this is one of those topics that's – I don't – if it wasn't you, yeah, I wouldn't ever talk to anybody about this because I think right. it's so personal. And I also think there's something that's – even though I am – I believe in God and for lack of a better word, I am religious. I don't necessarily like it when people talk about it. You don't like it when people it, talk about – You know what I mean? Because it almost comes – it always – not always. Oh. But often it comes off like self-righteous yeah. or it comes off judgmental and I think – if you really do, yeah. like a big part of my belief is just not judging and always loving, you know, like to constantly not have m- my focus on me, but on other people. And if I really do love other people. That's because of Jesus? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you really do love other people, then what? Then it's like. I think I think if you really want to, you're not going to. How can I say this? Sometimes I think when people like try to talk religious, or they, or worst case scenario, they try to force their beliefs on somebody else. Yeah, I think that does way more damage than it does good. You know, I think like one of my favorite uh, quotes, I believe it was attributed to Saint Francis. Yeah, of Assisi. Yeah. Who was like always always be preaching the gospel, but only when necessary yeah. use words. How great is Renazzi's yeah. conversation outside? Hey buddy. <laughs> how are you? Hey, I love buddy, that little kid voice. <laughs> like you know when somebody's talking to a little kid uh-huh. on the phone, it's the best. <laughs> if someone would actually talk to me that way, I'd feel so demeaned that I want to punch them. <laughs> <laughs> I kinda like it sometimes. Hey buddy. Hey, Skipper, how are you? There's always a nickname. <laughs> Jeff Ross talks to me a little bit like that. <laughs> hey buddy. How you doing? <laughs> it's, just, it's not talking down, but it's just like, yeah. Well, there's like an extra sense of joy in, yeah. in his voice right there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get jealous when you hear people like that? No. You don't? Mm-mm. You just like you just like it? I love it, yeah. Yeah. So you, so you concentrate on other people and then 
And what does that make you feel good? Um, I don't know. Maybe for lack of a better word, you were always my yeah. I I just think I think the surest way to be miserable is to always be focused on yourself. Yeah, you know, and I think yeah. Whenever you take your focus off yourself, you have a greater chance of being filled with peace and joy. Yeah. Whenever you take the focus off yourself. Off yourself. Yeah. Like, I think that's like, if you're always worried about uh, what do I have? What don't I have? This is what I want. Me, me, me. Yeah. I think because maybe because just through the sheer difficulty of life. That there's always going to be a reason to be miserable if you're looking at yourself. But if you're always doing your best oh, to right. try to be of service to others, it's – I don't know, man. It just makes life easier. There is some joy of giving, um, I guess. And, mm. and I know there's even done like sort of studies. Like there's actual like thing – I don't know what, endorphins maybe or something. It's released into your system yeah. as you give. Yeah. Uh, it actually does something for yourself. Oh, I believe you know? that totally. Um and that's why you're like, I feel better. It's not because of self-righteousness or because no. like it brings me closer to God. It's just something it does. It's real. You. Yeah. Like I think for me, because there were years I didn't go to church, like maybe 10 years. Yeah. And I came back to it as an adult. And I think, you know, even if you approach it logically, like I think if you, faith is I, – I think faith is a gift and I know – like, you know, some people are born athletes. Some people are born tall. Some people – I think I was born with a a capacity for faith. Yeah. Um, and then like almost like a muscle, if you if you exercise your faith, it can come back stronger. Um, and I think that's – If you exercise your faith, okay. You know, if you put some effort into it. Right. What do you um, mean? So, yeah, I mean I get that. But like what do you mean what, – what does effort mean? Like uh, praying, you know. And so that will make your belief stronger? Yeah. Because if you're always like, it's like saying I love you to a chick. Yeah. You keep saying it. You just believe it. Yeah, and then what is it? You have to show it. Right. Because you feel like you have to because you've just said. You guys pray in English, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we never prayed in English. And they are are starting to bring back some uh, prayers in Latin. Why? I don't. What's the tie with Latin? No, I Jesus didn't write in Latin? And we don't use it now. It's just an in-between. They just use it in-between. Right. I think what it was, I think the purpose it did serve was that being a global religion, yeah. that wherever you went, yeah. it was the same mass. Oh, right. Yeah. And I, th- I think that was it. And I I will, it. But we've taken away as people's ability to understand it. Right. But I think like the homilies and things like when yeah, Chris right. talks would always be in the indigenous language. Um, but there's something timeless about it that's kind of cool. You know, like I go to one church now where they do sing some of the songs in Latin, and dude, it just sounds dope. I don't know what they're saying, yeah, but it's it's really cool. Huh. Like, do you ever hear like there's Gregorian chants? Like, yeah, there's yeah. monks. Remember those when they put them to techno music? Yeah, it was yeah, pretty and sweet. It swept dude. the country because so, it's cool. I had that tape. Yeah, it's awesome. And sometimes yeah. I work out to that stuff. What? Yes. Oh, yeah, dude, it is the best. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh snap! The Gregorian cool. chant, the Benedictine months of Santa Domingo. Was yes. that what it was? Yeah, yep. the Benedictine months of Santa Domingo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was dope. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you go there and pray, and then you feel weird. Yeah, it's all interesting. I mean, I've definitely lessened the further I've gotten away from religion, the more the less it, it has a hold of me. Mm-hmm. 
You know? I remember a story with you specifically when we first started to hang out. This was probably like pre-September 11th. This is a long time ago. But there was like these people that were like had these giant like God posters walking up and down Sunset. Oh, yeah. And I remember you engaged one of those guys, but in a ve- not in like a confrontational dick way, yeah. but in a very genuine, you were like, how, how do you believe this? Like, <laughs> what's, what's going on here? <laughs> Just talking to them. I barely remember that. I remember them walking up and down. Yeah, I, I probably talked to them a bunch of times in different ways. <laughs> yeah. Man, they would really get into it, trying to convert people on Sunset. Yeah, and I don't I don't Do you feel bad about those people? Do you feel like they give you a bad name? Um cuz they're associated with what you do, right? In a sense. Look, what do you Okay. Yes. Um how can, I understand their motivation. Does yeah. that make sense? I completely understand their motivation. Um They at least did it with a smile. Yeah. I think there's nothing worse for The ones at Bourbon Street in the middle of when they're screaming like if your mother could see you. Yeah, that's you. not What's, You're that's, all gonna burn in hell, and that's—I mean, dude. Even in the Bible, like that—that's forbidden. You're forbidden to judge. Yeah, like that's one thing God said you should never do. Right. He was like, no, 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 no. You're forbidden to judge. Oh. And like that's the first thing many people that call themselves Christians. It's do. Because no matter what club you belong to, you want to believe it's the best. So you want to shit on other clubs. Yeah, but I don't get you, that at all because like what I've gotten from my walk with God. Yeah. Is. That we're all connected. Everybody's connected. And this is like a rational, practical impl- – how I implement my beliefs is this. This is like one of the constant thoughts I have. I believe we're all connected. Yeah. And there's nothing good I can do for you yeah. that won't in turn be good for me. Conversely, there's nothing bad I can do to you that won't be bad for me. Yeah. That's that's pretty much my game plan. Dude, I don't understand why you won't take mushrooms. <laughs> uh, I don't know. They'll I, help you see all that stuff clearer. That's well, all mushroom talk. They'll just help you understand that in a way you've never well, understood that Isn't that, that interesting? Before. Like That's one thing that I'm fascinated by, the whole topic of religion. That if you really boil things down, yeah. they all start to lead to this greater truth. Yeah. All of it. And that's why, like, I think being judgmental and telling people what to do is a bad thing because we're all on this journey. Everybody's on their own journey. Whether they choose to accept it or not, yeah. I believe we have a finite time on Earth to try to figure out what forever is about. And I definitely believe in forever. I believe in infinity. What does that mean? Your soul goes on forever? Yeah, totally. So what is this? Is this a test for us here? Mm, I think test might be too strong of a word. So I don't know. Why are we doing like, this here for such a short amount of time just to have infinity in some other land? Um, what, what's, what's why would that be? I don't know. Just it's go straight to infinity. Right? Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty we'll cool. Just give us a glimpse of, of mortality just so we, could, what, so we could appreciate infinity later. Like, oh, you could have died. I don't know. So you can get a sense of what dying like, like, like. It definitely must serve a purpose, right? And I think the may, maybe would because... Have to. Maybe like this is all maybe. It couldn't just like, be coincidence. No, if there's a higher plan. Like what if you know through my okay, I talk from personal experience. That's all I can do, right? Yeah. Like one of the ways that I try to qualify God, and I don't think with a finite mind I would ever be able to accurately really well, understand God or define God. Oh yeah. Um, well, they 
they used to teach us in, in, in uh, I think in conservative school when I was real, real little, uh-huh. that um, you can't really, it's not a guy, it's not an old man with a beard in the sky. No. And it's like, well, what is it? It's like the, the way you talk about things and understand mm-hmm. things is not the way you can understand that. They just won't well, connect. Won't connect because to me, God is... It's like getting you a floppy the, disk and put this on your computer, and you're like, I, I don't know, my computer doesn't know how to read that floppy yeah, disk. It's, yeah, it's bit, like God is the act of existence itself. Yeah. He's, he's not a creature. He's a creator. And everything that we've been given in this universe has been created. So it's like, who was it? Like Hitchens or any of those people yeah. that were like really hardcore atheists would like mock that like i think he called it like god like the flying spaghetti monster no they compared the god to fl- flying spaghetti monster and, if, right. and you have this religion where you worship this flying spaghetti monster right. but but it, it, god's bigger than that god is god is the act of existence itself like everything is a reflection of god but we can't say god is just like an old man in the sky so why are you worshiping him what why would the act of existence wants your oh. worships okay Getting back to like, what is the whole meaning of this little, you called it a test or whatever. One of the ways that in my brain, I've sort of, you know, God is love. God is love. In in simplest terms. like the sound of that. Right? Like in very simplest terms. And maybe we're put here in this existence to fully comprehend. If God is love, then how do we have hate? It's the absence of God. When we have no God, that's when we have hate. Yeah. So God made us to get away from him, to stay well, close see, to him. Well, see, now you're getting into another topic. That's why we don't – this is such a deep topic. I know. But, masturbation would have been better because it's quicker. <laughs> so and then quicker. we suddenly got into this. It would have lasted like 30 seconds. No, we would have had some good stories about it and, and how we felt about it and how many times a week and how it's affected. And then we got into this. Oh, man. Yeah. Maybe we should have just talked about jerking off. <laughs> but like, like, I think what you're getting into is the whole concept of free will. Yeah, which is, but like, I mean, that could take but free will, hours but he, just. But he only gives that. you the choice, the power of a certain amount of things. You can't just kill people with your mind. He gives you free will to a degree to make choices. That's yeah. It. Choices. But then the ability to make that kind of choice of to do something hateful—that's he was—he gave you that too. Sure, he didn't have to give you that, or give you more of a. What about sociopaths who just have more of a, or pedophiles who just want to. Fuck little kids. Yeah, the, God made the them that way. The concept of evil, but you, there's also choices involved along that path. Do you, you know what I mean? Like, there's. I don't think anybody just pops out and they're like, "I'm going to start stabbing people in the face." I think. Well, it's like look, some people are more predispositioned to like alcoholism. Yep. You know, or being fat. Yeah. And in the in the way that I was explained to me, it was like your job is whatever your thing is. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's sex. And you, so that's adultery or sloth. You, know, sloth right. you live here, whatever it right. is. Um, whatever your predisposition to, that's the one that's going to test you. You have to avoid. So you might have one thing that doesn't bother me at all. I can have beers every night and I won't right. be an alcoholic. Right. But you know, some people might. Oh, have yeah. I think everybody's completely unique in both their yeah. strengths and their weaknesses. But like, whatever your weakness is, you're supposed to um, avoid it or something like that. Or not avoid it, but like overcome it. Yeah, I think that, but, that makes sense to me. So we just give some people different inclinations and then we have to overcome the thing he gave us? I don't know because that desires. also ties back into my whole concept of all of us being connected. Yeah. And it's like I think me personally as a, as a Christian, as somebody that is trying to be a source of God's – this sounds like such an asshole. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, source of God's love. Why does it sound so douchey? It just does, it does. man. It does. There's Cause no it, way. Because it's like, what are you doing? Like my point being that we all should be the answers to each other's prayers and try to help each other along those struggles. The answer <laughs> to each other's prayers. And it sounds, yeah, like we're all here to do. It sounds so Serve the greater lame. good. I know. It's awful. How is your, it, that's why I don't like talking about this stuff. <laughs> How is your kid? The kids are good. Um, they went trick-or-treating with the next-door neighbors who's got five daughters. Yeah. My dad, my parents, a car was driving by. Oh, no. Too fast. My neighbor yelled, hey, man, slow down. The guy got out of the car. You don't tell me what to do. On my Halloween? Neighbor, my neighbor uh, got in his face, screaming at each guy? other. Yeah. My dad broke it up with a no, cookie no, monster no, hat on. No. <laughs> breaking, t- <laughs> breaking two grown men who are... About to go to blows in front of small children. In front, oh kids are screaming because <sighs> neither one wants to be wrong. Who on Halloween? Halloween first of all, that. you don't go fast. And second of exactly. all, exactly, keep going. Yeah, Let somebody yell at you. Even just think whatever, fuck face, and just that try, literally right? out of their car. Yeah, that was the way the yeah. What are you trying to prove to some stranger? Don't disrespect uh, this. Don't disrespect America stranger. or S- Hurricane Sandy. That's what you're you doing. Would think. You would that would think be a, that would be an opportunity for people to come show together, passion for Was your each son other. Just getting ready to fight. I could see no. him just stretching. Like if you guys go, <laughs> no. we're doing. My this. dad breaking it up in a Cookie Monster hat, though, is was tremendous. Probably a great visual, Tracy. He was. My parents are now. They're not going to have. They're telling them they're not going to have power till Thanksgiving. What? Yes, and that means no power. It means no heat. That means they're staying at my house. Oh, really? And And I'm not going to be there till like the three days before Thanksgiving. Because you're shooting until then. Because <laughs> I'm shooting until then. So my wife is going yeah. to be liter- living with my her in-laws, the two boys, living there. She's going to want something extraordinary for Christmas. Dude, you you got to get her, like, as soon as you get home, you got to get her, like, some spa treatment or something. Like, hey, I'm going to watch your kids. I oh, offer no, you better show up with plane Here's tickets. My, can to I the ask you your opinion? I was like, hey, did you, is this the year you want to do the mommy makeover? She said she's wanted to do it before. What is that? Where you get, like, your, you know, your, your tits done and your, your tits oh, fixed. Oh, I was joking. And, really? Yeah. Oh, the mommy makeover? Yeah. She's been, no she's idea. told me she wanted to do it. So I was like, yeah. Is the one but I said, "Do you want to do it?" And she's like, "Why do you think?" I, and I was like, "Oh no, no!" I'm like, "You, but you said you wanted to do it because you said." Yeah, you said. Why. She said she's not ready yet, and I was like, "Well, she has some work, <laughs> more fading to do." Uh. <laughs> are you guys gonna have another kid? No, God no. Are you gonna have the vasectomy? Yeah, you are. Yeah, you gotta get home and get it done. Dude, I'm so worried. I'm thinking of getting, it, but I'm so worried. I could get it done no. here and have my husband take care of me. <laughs> <laughs> Simone. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when I got my wisdom teeth out? He picked yeah. me up from the from the doctor's office, drove me home, got my prescriptions filled. Yeah. Yeah. Nursed me back to health. Then we went to Vegas together. Right afterwards? He was the, my date at the <laughs> Spike um, oh, yeah. MMA, MMA Awards. Awards. Yeah. It was amazing. Oh uh, yeah, I remember you guys going to that. If they, if the F, if like our, if I lost my phone, you would, and you went scrolled through my text messages with Simone, you would think that I had a husband, and obviously this is my husband. Hey, I'm coming home from work early, got off early. Great, I'm in the middle of making dinner. I'll stop and get some wine. <laughs> How do you guys work as roommates now? Are you guys do you guys do well? Yeah, you, stay, it's easy. you stay in the guest I, room. Yeah, because okay. I'm rarely yeah, there. Not there so much, but. Yeah, I feel like it's fine. I mean, I don't know. I could be 
Dude, I yeah. feel like when we do like the Hoya weekends and stuff. Yeah. Um, so you have like just a glimpse of like what having a roommate's like. Mm-hmm. It's like it's in a way it's sort of fun again. Yeah, oh, that's great. You know, and if it, especially if it's like a limited amount of time. Yeah. I'm like yeah, fucking roommate, man. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you wake up in the morning. Like, what are you guys? You have doing? somebody to hang out with. Yeah. It kind of feels like being back in college. Or yeah, that's how it was in college. Mm-hmm. It, it always feels like you're hanging out and having fun. Like if you got to pick your roommate in college yeah. after knowing someone for a good amount of time and then get to live with them and also have money. Yeah. You're like, not no, but broke when you're in college, you know? Oh, yeah. Some of us still are. <laughs> <laughs> what time does the cluck you special end? <laughs> Let's get down there. Hurry I, I feel like I derailed the religion um, portion. Well, we're sort of into oh, it dude. about... We realize we shouldn't have yeah. tackled the subject, but yeah, we're going to for a little while until we can, I guess. We're already in it. We're in it. Yeah, so, all right. You can't go to masturbation from this. We're moving on say to- how it gives him a better feeling to, like, help others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's his, like, view of religion, pretty much. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's faith in action. It's trying to be of service to others. Because Jesus said so. Yeah. Because he told you to. Yep. See, that's that's where I... Yeah, that's where, that's where I go. I go, yeah, just because I, yeah, that's what I, I know that that's what Jesus said, yeah. I, but I might, I just think that that's the way you should just treat people. Yeah. You know? Right. It just feels right. Like I got, I got taught the same thing too, and it makes sense to me. Yeah. And I think that's, but that's, that's where my, like, I think that. So just because just I've lost Jesus yeah. necessarily doesn't mean I'm like, oh, well, that's not also a great thing you can take away right, right. from that. You, right. You don't have to negate everything. They only yeah. do that with managers at the comedy store, somebody who tries to make some power, and they're like, they'll like, try to write off everything they've ever tried to do there. Mm-hmm. You know, like like the administrative people. Yeah. Like, they're just idiots. I'm like, well, that one show they tried to put in the belly room was good. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and they're like, no, fuck, they did everything bad. You're like, that, if they had a 98% bad, that's really bad. Yeah. But you don't have to throw out something that might not be everything. to you. Don't right. throw the baby with the bathwater. It's water. like Nazi war research. You know, when they tested on the Jews, and they're like, should we not take what we've learned from this? Like, obviously, no, seriously. It's like, you just appreciate something. I guess. Sort of. Um, so you can throw out Jesus and still say, well, I don't care where I got the message from my life. We don't necessarily have to believe that, that whatever, you know, but you that is a great message that you can take away from that something I was taught that I'm like, oh, that obviously still makes sense to me, yeah. regardless of my level of spirituality. And then eventually you'll t- you'll tell your kids that I don't really care, but I like to be a good person. Um, what I think of as a good person. Yeah, I think that we'll have a conversation as we get you know as they get older. Conversation because you can't have it now. No, and you can't have it when he's probably fourteen. But at twenty two, twenty three, it's like, oh, how am I, I going to say this now? Well, I do. No, remember do you my, say it? My older brother. Yeah, he was like the rebel. Yeah, of the family. He was the oldest. Like rebel, rebel. Yeah, he was the best. Like he played electric guitar. He had long hair. He bought a motorcycle. He crashed mm. into an off-duty cop Whoa. on his motorcycle. Like <laughs> he did all the what? And, yeah. And I remember he was like, "I'm not going to church anymore." And my parents were like, oh, "Okay." And he was like, "Okay." They're like, "Yeah, you don't have to go if you feel that you're old enough to make that decision." We're here if you ever want to talk. talk so about now, why would, why would they have made him think that it wasn't going to be okay to do that? I don't That's know. I don't think they did. I I think. I, I don't know. I don't know where people... My dad worked for this guy, a dentist in Israel, mm-hmm. and he was not religious. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he might have been one of those I hate God guys Yep. after the Holocaust, or like a lot of those guys. But um, he was like, I'm not doing it, but his kids were like orthodox, super Orthodox Jewish. Yeah. And he was like, just leave me out of it. 
And every once in a while, I try to get him to go to, sh- to shul and stuff. He'd be like, I said no. Wow. But he'll still pay for their private school if they wanted to go to that, you know? Yeah. I feel like when you get... You, I, I remember asking my parents, like, why why, why do we go to church so really? much? Yeah, I remember. Uh, I never asked them that. Really? I just went to shul. But are, your, I don't remember, are your parents, were they we're orthodox? orthodox? I would, like, yeah. would parents services, almost services, mm-hmm. three times, or they combined two, so twice a day. Um, once in a while you could take that at home, but every So you Friday think like the Saturday Orthodox Jews you see on Fairfax and stuff, uh-huh. when they, Friday nights, are all walking together as families to... Yeah. Do you think the kids at all... You think that they just never question that you and just they just That's go on? That's what you do. Well... It's like when the sun comes up in the east. I don't, you don't really think about it. Like, why or how does this help us? You're just like, eh, it comes from up there. You just, you just do it. It's yeah. like going to school. Do you question why you're going to school? But that's what happened to me. But I think at some point, it, you, you, know, you, you go, I don't really... But they make you go to school, even if they do say that. They still, you got to, you got to go. Yeah, I never need to know math. Yeah, and they're like, yeah. just shut, shut up and go. Yeah, no, I never questioned it. With it, it was what age were you when you did start? To, I remember you telling me a story. Yeah, about the light switch. Yeah, but at what age were you when you started to have your doubts? Well, I did. I grew up in in uh, Orthodox. Well, I grew up conservative up until fourth grade. Okay. And then, uh, and then my dad got taken away and stuff, and then we we became like religious. And then he came back. And we just, I guess, he became religious. And then we had to also, mm-hmm. so we moved. So it was fourth grade. It was like no more Big Macs and stuff. He would always walk to synagogue on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I would drive there later, or sometimes walk with him. He would do like little things because he was raised Orthodox. Mm-hmm. So he'd still keep kosher in the house. And then he became like full on religious, and so then we did too. But I just didn't question. It's like, oh, I guess this is what we're doing now. I think more the more my brother was it was obvious the 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 path that he was on yeah, he was going my mom crazy. was getting more and more not that she wasn't she always was but she was Irish Catholic straight getting off the more boat religious? yeah she's you know now with your like with your brother yeah so like, yeah cuz my brother's a priest so he as a like I remember when we were both altar boys we looked at it so differently back then mm-hmm, like yeah. I was like oh I want to do I hated getting out of the pool to have to do weddings and stuff yeah. in the summer, like Saturdays. But I was like, you get that straight cash as a tip. Oh, really? And I would know the good families in town, and I would want to do their kids' weddings because really? I knew you were going to get good cash. But my brother just wanted to go and, and just – he would never – he would go to church seven days a week. He just liked it. He was into just it. liked it. Liked, he just took to it very quickly. Chess players yeah. in high school. They just like, yep. keep playing. And then uh, – and then, but I you know, was just – I looked at it like a cash situation – how to make money. Well, I think it's interesting. I think we're all born unique and we all, we all have to serve a unique purpose here on earth. And I think Really? You know, yeah, I totally believe what that. What about garbage man? What about What a, yeah, yeah. Dude, do you ever think about what an You want to do that, John? Yeah, but like what about people who just just work as administrative assistants then? Just they're make, probably uh, happy. They're hoping, they're hoping someone else will go. What what purpose does that person serve? Oh, we're, making we're, someone else's like life easier. Back, oh, getting back to the whole concept of, of of us all being connected. I mean, it's it's amazing. Who knows what that one person? That administrative does. assistant could work for her boss and take care of him, basically run his life like the son that now is off in college what and now it's bad, making her though? feel worth you know, worth what something. She's an okay teacher. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are just okay. Just like you don't make a difference. Oh no, I think we all make a difference. I think even if you just smile at somebody at the right point, who knows? It's like the butterfly effect. Yeah, you know, I, I, I like I, when people smile at me. 
just a, some, holding the door open for a stranger. You're stuck in traffic. You oh, let somebody go in front of you. I was crossing the street, and this girl, I think she ran a pool cleaning service. She had gigantic, gigantic globes. Yeah. And she smiled at me, and I was in my, I'm in my gym shorts right now, and I got like a little bit of a boner. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Just she that. smiled at me and, and like just was nice. That's it. She was nice and it made, made me happy. Changes your whole, whole outlook on life. What about the people who make you unhappy? That's a great opportunity to practice forgiveness. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So I'm confused. Giving you the opportunity to people that make you unhappy. Oh, no, so like you're saying what worth of it? Like what about people who affect you that way? They're, what's the unique service, purpose are they serving? Yeah, maybe, the, maybe just not in that moment, but you're saying just in some moment of their life. Maybe at some point. Yeah, who knows? Maybe it's, some, yeah. Like that whole, I love the film um, that Duplass Brothers did. did about Jeff who lives at home. So, yeah, because it was like that one time, that once everything lined up for that one instant. You don't know. Yeah. And I used to be, I used to get upset at other people's actions. And I still do at times because I'm, I'm human. Yeah. But there were times, like, I don't think anybody's ever really a dick on purpose. I think the people that are assholes are people that, deep down just need a hug <laughs> seriously like you can strip it all away and yes do they deserve all this awful bad decisions they're dicks they're mean they're self but but deep down that's just somebody that's hurting yeah nobody thinks of being a dick though right usually. no no i'd say there's different types of people in the same situation um like the guy who's like crossing the street and bumps into like a nun like hard not on purpose just bumps into her knocks her down just looks at her like whatever and just keeps walking like that person doesn't really exist. Nobody's that much of an asshole. There like, are to just like fuck her and just keep going. That's like really rare. But what you see more often is, let's say you're crossing in New York City or something, and you bump into someone, you feel a jostle. You don't look back. You're just like, oh, these people are bumping me. But the guy fell, but you don't look back. It wasn't intentional, right? But some people would look back to see, like, oh, he fell. I'm so sorry. So that guy who just doesn't look back and keeps walking, he's not. He doesn't know the guy fell. And he would help him if he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they just don't, they're just self absorbed enough where they don't care to look. Right? Yeah. I remember the first time I started questioning about, because I would always was, we, we had to do papers and stuff in, in Catholic school. Like, in the paper would be like, write why abortion is wrong. Like, basically, write oh, really? why. Not like what you're, and then I, the, the first time I ever heard pro choice yeah. was in high school. I was like, oh, I didn't even know there was another side. Right. And then like you heard right why, why abortion is, oh. Yeah, I was like, well, yeah. Like, I had no idea that there was another side. Yeah, you're not or like what all the, the, all other, the tools in order to fight. Yeah. In order to really think for it for yourself. Or just it. to make your own decision. Yeah. Yeah, to make your own decision. You're just doing... See, me, to me, religion so... I mean, we were talking about before. so broad. Like, there's the social implications of religion. There's the... You know, then there's yeah. the 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 actual... You know, what what its teachings are and, and where it comes from. But and there's a sense of community. That's the, the biggest thing I lost when I, when I left is a sense of community that we're all doing this stuff together. See the same people in synagogue every week. Mm-hmm. I mean, that yeah. wasn't replaced until I got to the comedy store, really. Yeah. Bake sales and... Yeah, just uh, people know your business. Once a week, you're going to see you. each other at church. You hear who got married and who's doing Go to what. each other's weddings. Yeah. yeah. And it's all centered around that thing. Yeah, the store I have that with. It's like, oh, who, who's the new manager? What's he like? Yeah, it's cool. Uh, who's this new door guy? He's funny. I think that's a even basic if we're not in, in yeah. we're still like involved in it. You know? yep. I, I think that's definitely a basic human need of take religion out of it. But I think... We all, yeah, we all need a sense 
that we belong, that we yeah. matter, that this is where I fit in. And that's why I think for the same reason that the comedy store comics used to always say, like, we're the best comics, Laugh Factory comics ain't shit. That's my problem. Same thing with religion. They do When it, it crosses, crosses the threshold of being like, hey, I'm here for you, but by the way, we're the fucking best. Yeah. And don't yeah, let anybody, that. you know, like, that's my, that's yeah. when it gets really hairy when you get to you're like oh god we're fucking everything up now yeah i agree yeah. With, i think that and i think that's so ridiculous like because even like if you're supposed to lo- love your brother for love your enemies if you're supposed to not judge and love your enemies where, where does that message get lost and then put into where if that's your belief system how does, where does where does where's the disconnect to your actions like i don't understand mm-hmm. that like, oh, if, yeah. if I'm supposed to love everybody and be of service to everybody for. Yeah. If, How do I justify cutting that guy's head off? But here's the deal. Yeah. That's yeah. everyone's point of view. Almost everyone's point of view is my team's the best and your team is worse than us. That's a normal way for people to be. They do that with, with sports teams. They do it with the comedy store. They do it with religion. They yeah. do it with nationality. It's just like, I'm the best. You're not the best. Yeah, but that's, I think that's But God awful. put that in you. Put that in most people. Well, I think like my interpretation of that type of thinking is a classic example of uh, like the sin of pride, where if you start thinking you're better than other people, that's yeah. that's like you're going down the path of the opposite See, direction. Yeah, my my hope that also God put in you was a sense of. I guess a governor in sense where you're like, okay, at what point do I go? All right, I'm not going to like, nope. Y- yeah. You think your sports seems the best, but you, you're not going to kill anyone. Right. But it, like literally, if you like the Cowboys, a lot of people would not be able to appreciate Barry Sanders. They refuse to like him. Yeah. So it's like you're hurting your life. You're missing out on some great <laughs> replays because of this competition it's thing. Weird. Yeah. I don't get, yeah, I don't get that whole competition thing. So like, just enjoy both. Yeah. What did you just say? No, I'm just saying that because to me it's like when when you look at religion in a sense that the, oh our, the only path to yeah. God these other religions are great and they all respect one another on the outside well most of them respect one another but it's like but, but by the way we're the real path to God like yeah. you know like they're all like oh that's great like you know and the Jews are that but we're the real yeah path like they all because you have to believe that you are. And then, and essentially, you're saying you're the best. Your humanity is making you feel pride in that, in like the where you have the right religion. Yeah, but I think that that's the challenge we all have to overcome. Is that natural inclination? Like, I I definitely believe we're soul and body, and then your 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 physical. Like, if we're part animal, that's where that competition, that need to put to to elevate yourself above other people, comes from. And I think the real purpose of faith of is, is to is to try to diminish that side of your personality and try to grow spiritually. Meaning, getting back to what I said before, there's nothing good I can do for you that isn't good for me. Right. And I think that's that's what love is. I think love is wanting the best for somebody regardless of its consequences for you. That's what real love is. And I think, you know, is that a challenge to live? Absolutely, it's a challenge. Do I mess up I wonder if necessarily that's the best thing to strive for. Is love better than hate or anything like that? Because some people get off on that. Like that guy who pulled over and fucking wanted to fight your cookie monster. Yeah. Like he's probably enjoying his life. I don't know, man. I I think if you're filled with that kind of anger where you're willing to throw 
punches on Halloween in front of little kids. Yeah. You're, number one, if you're that selfish to be speeding in front of kids. <laughs> After right? a hurricane. And clearly not, and okay, clearly, exactly. Yeah. And not yeah. late because he's willing, he has time to, to – it's not late, he's speeding because it's late because he has time to pull over and get into a fight. Yeah, right. and there's no power in the neighborhood, by the way. So there's oh, no street lamps on. Oh, Jesus. Little kids hopped up on sugar. Yeah. <laughs> like seven of them, eight of them. There's cooped up there's, in a house for the last three days. There's no way that guy's happy. Like the t- type yeah. of people that submit to road rage. Yeah, they're the people that like you know even say ten years ago I would have been like oh I'm going to punch this guy in the face. <laughs> like yeah. oh you think you're like but now I'm like this guy needs a hug. Yeah, exactly. This is the type of person where I have to be a bigger person and show them compassion. And then I bet if you got into a conversation with that guy. Who knows what he's going through? Maybe he just lost somebody. Maybe you don't know. You don't know what anybody's been through. That's why I don't judge. I don't know. I try to. I, I'll judge, but I won't take that to heart. Where if somebody is going crazy and cutting in and out, I don't. I don't try to cut them off anymore. I just like let just let them go. I'm like, you're just gonna go ahead of me. Just go. Just go. Yeah. But except like, on Laurel Canyon, Laurel and Mulholland, I'll drive you off the road. <laughs> if you try to make that. If you try to get up to the right, that's and you, dickish. I will. I will. Yeah. It's like, I oh, will. Not allowed. Watch someone fall to their death off that cliff. But here's the problem. Some and people laugh. actually go right up there. Some people actually do make the right. That's great. Make the right. Just stay in your lane. But don't try to come back over and think that I'm just going to automatically let you in. It's right. not going to happen. Not. Yeah. It's not for me. You get so mad at traffic. Nope. Just That's at that one about. spot is the only spot <laughs> yeah. in the L.A. Every other spot you go. can cut me off. There's signs all the way down, dude. I waited a half only. hour. In the left lane, you, you think magically none of us figured out that we were going to hit that right lane? It's because the right lane has to make a right turn. And when you try to come back into the left, you're going to end up going over the cliff if you're with me. <laughs> I, saw, I, saw this, uh, I saw this picture, and it showed like that, which was like a drawing. You know those like, safety drawings from like a DMV? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just showed this line of cars in the right-hand lane all making a right. And then it was a straight-only lane in the left-hand lane. And you see at the very end, there's one car with no traffic. There's one car that has his blinker on. Trying to get in like three cars in the end, but, and he goes. The, the the meme was, "You're not you're not brilliant. You're just yeah. an asshole." Yeah, exactly. You're not smarter than us. You figure it out. We all just decided like. There's no, no rule that says I have to let you in. No rule. I mean, I'm sure there is, but I don't abide by that rule. You know what I heard? This girl was interviewing people in in Japan after the meltdown, mm-hmm. and she was like, "You know, it's amazing. It's ama- the American journalists. It's amazing how you guys are all so orderly and you're staying in lines and no one's like pushing. You're all like waiting your turn." Um, when there's chaos happening and the guy's like yeah what do you mean what else what are we supposed to what <laughs> who pushes and shoves and she's like um nobody <laughs> <laughs> mankind what, what, a, what a segue guys I, I lose my point i don't where know are just, where are we just going with that simone you're the most sober I'm I'm just thinking of Louis Armstrong's <laughs> What a Wonderful World. <laughs> That's literally what I hear in my brain. And I think to myself. <laughs> sounds tear gas if it comes on at the wrong time. I don't know. I, I don't want I want to ask a question, but I don't know if you yeah. covered it. What, um and I don't want to put you on the spot, but do you because you're pretty adamant about going to church every Sunday. Yep. And as I assume on the the holidays as well. Is that more of a of a of a, I need to just an hour just to clear my head, think spiritually, or yeah, is that like, like yeah. yeah? Is it yeah? It's a pure or self. What, 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 I don't want it. What well, is it to you? One? What does it mean to you? For me, it's a source of peace. That's what I was telling Ari. Uh-huh. It, it's it's a way for me to go um, reset. 
See, I never thought of it like that. And when I was little, I probably didn't need it. You know how sometimes when you get to a certain age, you can't drink as heavy? Yes. As you did? Yeah. Like, it was always fine. So I think at some age, you change what you need. And yeah. maybe when I was 18, 19, I'm like, this doesn't, I don't need this, this time to think and sit to myself. Yeah. And then at some point, you're like, oh, that could actually do me some good. Yeah, to me, it's you know definitely what? a source of peace. <laughs> to me, it's sort of like, I was, f- I, I, I want to say four. I'm going to say force, but I was forced to go yeah. every Sunday, all the holidays, in school, yeah. and Sometimes you enjoyed going. Sometimes, I, but then you were forced to go. So it's almost like you know those fathers that make their kids play baseball, absolutely, all year round, all year round. And then it's like after a while, they're like I'm burnt out. I don't and imagine to. having you're burnt yeah. out. Plus, you now don't just don't even watch you're baseball. So you don't even forced. believe in it anymore because it's something that. Yeah. That's why I. If it was parents, so great, I would have found it. I feel like William I would have. The human comedy writes that uh, if 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 religion is forced upon you, you always rebel against it. Yeah. Yeah, but that. it is because you know what they never taught you. They never said, okay, on one hand, you have church. Here's what it's like. Let's go for you know a year or whatever. And then give you three weeks off. Like, here's the other way to be, where you do whatever you want on Sunday. The hum- remember then, that Simpsons episode where Homer yeah, did that? It was awesome. One of the best episodes of television uh, of all time. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. And then you can decide, like, how do you feel better or worse each way? Yeah. Well, switch I, off weeks. I, I didn't go to church, like, for years. Years I didn't go. Out here? Out here. Before out here. Really? Yeah, years. Did your parents like were you were there every Sunday? Were they like we're all going to the ten thirty? Like are you at different times? Like different masses. Yeah, they have different times. Uh, but I mean, like we were all. It wasn't like, hey, we're all going to the ten thirty. What time are you going to go? It's like no, no, we're all going to the ten thirty. Just for your information, uh, it wasn't asking. No, forced? No, we were never forced. Never. No. If no. you wanted to just sit it out on a random Sunday, absolutely, really, no, yep. no, no guilt bombs or anything. Nope. Yeah, that's I don't know, no. and I'm not blaming my parents. I, I'm really am not. I, they just did what they thought that there was the best thing to do, and it ended up being the best thing for two thirds of my sister's still very religious. If yeah, we got but, to shul late, we would get punished. But here's the whole I'm thing: much, like you're I'm just proud. on your path, you're doing your thing. Like who knows. With life, ex- who knows what the future is going to hold for any of us? Yeah, five years from now, Ari could be in rabbinical school. I could be the world's biggest atheist, and you could be, you know, helping yeah. your brother at mass every week as a lector or something. You just I don't know. What makes you happy in whatever time? I guess. Yeah. Like I, I don't want to say. Like, just getting back to your point where it worked for two thirds. Yeah, I'm saying, who knows where you're going to wind up? Yeah. You know? I also I'm a, I feel like I'm a decent person. I'm not the best person. In the but, world. but you make your own decision about what what is decent, what is not. Like if somebody saw, like if there's a, a lot of people, probably people you grew up with, that would see you smoking weed on the sidewalk somewhere mm-hmm. and go, "Oh, that's a horrible human." Yep, that's not a good person. I yeah. don't want you living that way. Yeah. to their children. Yeah, but you still think of yourself as a good person. Yeah, so a lot of it comes from like where you're looking, where at. your angle is. Yeah, oh, perspective. Is perspective. Everything. That's the word. Perspective is everything. I once, I remember. Uh, just getting on like the whole concept of we're all on our own path and you don't know how God works in people. I saw a priest once give a speech uh, against the death penalty. And like that's one of the things the church teaches that all life is sacred and that the death penalty is wrong. Yeah. But, you know, I came from a little bit more of a worldly perspective where I'm like, if somebody does something brutal, they should be punished. And why, you know. Right. But this guy was just like, regardless of this criminal's actions, they're a human being, right. and you don't ever – whatever they did ultimately is between them and God, 
and it would be a sin for a man to cut that guy's life short before he, he had an opportunity to reform. To reform. If we've said we're going to allow him the opportunity. Correct. So people said Michael Vick should be strung up and killed. It's like, well, that's not the system of punishment we put in place for that kind of crime. Correct. And luckily we didn't make the decisions on what the laws are as you find out that he killed a bunch of dogs. Right. You do it in all. Yeah. Times. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Now imagine they covered up Michael Vick. That's another problem. Yeah, imagine they covered up generations of Michael Vick. How are you still part of the Catholic Church? Well, it's not... Why Catholic? What do you go to, Simone? Catholic. Why? Um, That's the ones that are responsible and cover it up. Well, here's the thing. Aren't the other ones almost the same stuff except... The Catholic Church... Look, anytime human beings get involved, things get fucked up. Yeah. Like... Bill Maher though does say, and I did, he, and he's right. Anytime a group group of just men together, shit gets fucked up. Cub just Scouts. Cub Scouts, Cub yeah. Scouts, the priests, Sandusky, the that. military, Sandusky. You talk about Penn State that was supposed to have the cleanest program in yeah. college football. It's not just a problem with the church; it's a problem with humanity. People and, are fucked up, and you're op- you're giving opportunity for that type of per- people to go nuts. Oh, uh, I mean, I don't think there's a there's there's a greater sin than somebody that would take advantage of a child. I think that's that's beyond repugnant. It's beyond repugnant. It's killing the worst. worst. I don't know, man. Take Oof, I don't know I don't because know. here here's why. Here's my thought on that. You always take it himself. You need it. Jesus. Here's my thought on that, is that you're affecting not only the person, but now that person's relationship with many, many other people, how they treat people. You're basically sending a ticking time bomb out into the world. world, And so who knows what name of God, you know, you kill someone, you're ending that person, you're hurting their family, but you send a ticking time bomb out to do damage to other people. I don't know. I just, I'm sure there, none of them are. How are you guys part of the organization that continues to cover that sort of thing up? Um, I am to allow it to happen. I am. Very, very minimally involved in that organization. And that's my... It's not like being an American disagreeing with what America does because it takes a lot more work to go to Canada, which is a lot colder, or Mexico, which is a lot crimier. It only is another couple blocks to a different church. Right. To a Protestant church. Right. I have... Or non-denominational. Before I started, I I have gone to non-denominational churches and I came back to the Catholic church. Yeah, well, that's what... I mean, like... At one point, it was all just the Catholic Church until Martin Luther had that schism. Oh, it was yeah. all – it all started – Catholic Church is – they call it apostolic, meaning it goes back to the apostles. The apostles. The apostles. So to me, it's just the most, for lack of a better word, real. Yeah. The Like it goes back to Christ. Now, when I was – Debating all these things in my head. I remember reading a book by C.S. Lewis, yeah, who's dope, um, who was like a, a convert to Christianity late in life. He wrote the Chronicles of Narnia. Absolutely, he was boys with Tolkien, and Tolkien was a really? Catholic. Wow, yeah, they were and boys, they were both friends, and created like new worlds and stuff. Yes, and Tolkien wow, was always trying to convert him to Christianity. To, and C.S. Tol- Lewis is like, dude, it's bullshit. Oh, Tolkien was trying to. Okay, yeah, Tolkien was a Catholic. C.S. Lewis was agnostic. He was. Yeah. He was like mm, – he called himself an atheist, but to my understanding, he was more agnostic. And then when he had his conversion the Christianity, it wasn't like you see in movies like, oh, God's real, awesome. It all makes sense. Yeah. From my understanding, what I've read about the guy, he was just logically had this train of thought 
And it was like, if this is true, then this is true. If this is true. And he's playing it all through. And then he was like, holy shit, it's real. Oh, really? Yeah, like, ah, oh, fuck. Okay, no, here's my problem. Here's my problem. And just just let me finish yeah. the thought. So Lewis wrote a book called Mere Christianity. and he, Mirror? Yeah, like M-E-R-E, like, okay, mere, like mere. merely. Yeah. So it's just Christianity, essentially. And he drew this analogy of a house being God and all these different religions being doors. Yeah. And whether, you know, you're Baptist, you're evangelical, you're, you know, Lutheran, Episcopalian, Catholic, whatever, just walk through one of those doors. Just any of them. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the thing. God is God. So who cares yeah, what the. Right. And once one of the groups, one of the paths to God becomes all corrupted and slime all over that path, yeah, shouldn't I, the other paths be. Yeah. yeah but my. Just go to one of the more other desirable. Paths. There's an indefense. It's indefensible, the actions. They're indefensible. But if you also look at the, the whole body of work, all the hospitals, yeah. all, all the I have to say the homeless, all the – For someone who has colleges. a – My brother is in the institution now. Yeah. And I'm, I know that he is one of the people that is going to change you know, the, hopefully the, the stigma, but also that he is one of the best people that I know. In the world, and that if he's chosen to do this, then really though, yeah, really, yeah. Talk about giving, yeah. Talking, about, I'm not, I'm not talking about. He's got flaws. He's human, right. yeah. but, he, but you know, he's judgmental. He can be judgmental, but he, I'm his brother, of course. You know, yeah. I know, I know him he's a long got, time. Yeah, he's kind of a level of honesty but with the you yeah. that nobody but, humans in this power of like that is the problem. You know, you hit the yes. you hit the nail right on the head. Like if I use Ralph's automatic checkout. I assume this checkout is being everything done is by the power vested in them by Ralph's, right. and that's how it should be for priests. That God is just letting them be the automatic tellers. Yeah, with well, no, but they have these human flaws. Absolutely. And so it's like, why are you my path? We don't need that shit anymore. We needed it in fucking you know 900 BC whenever they started like thinking about these things. What do you mean? Why are you? Oh, why do I? Ha- why are you necessary now? Yeah. Why don't well, you just pray to God? Why don't you well, just- I mean, there's like a teaching, and then and then also there's the it's a it's a business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and there's that too. Well, but and that's but, a corruptible place, and it's been corrupted. Yeah, yeah, we live so in a corrupt world. Yeah, it's not. Protestants don't do it. What don't, is that? Don't do what? Rape children. Well, I'm sure they I'm do. Sure, bro, I'm sure like Protestants we just talked rape. about. I don't. The I think scout leaders, Sandusky. I yeah. mean, it happens. Yeah, I don't know what too. their religions are, but you're talking about as an organization. Yeah. yeah. Protestant. Well, the Protestant Church wouldn't cover it up and send, yeah, send out child rapists to another city to rape children over there. Yeah, that's because it's it, getting like, out too much here. That stuff's like it's it's indefensible. Yeah. It, it's just so wrong, but I think I feel like you support them with your continued. Membership. <laughs> well, you got to support the good ones. That's what I say. And it's not only you got to give. Ones su- are not the Catholic churches. No, my brother's a good one. Cut ties. You can't make a blanket statement. Like no, that. you can't. It's not all of them now. I mean, but they all are under the like same even flag. More, so even even like, more of an opportunity of to anymore. fight that. Even more of a responsibility as a Catholic to go. This is wrong. Let's stop and change this. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's been a thousand years already. <laughs> I don't know how long it's been. So that's going basically on. where we are. Is that I feel like yes, you, that can be accomplished. I really don't want to be a part of it, but that can be accomplished. And I wish you guys the best of luck yeah. in repairing your image. Yeah. 
my also issue is like I don't want to be told what to do or how to how to vote oh, or yeah. what they you know. There's a lot of they're not allowed to. Well, yeah. they're not allowed to, and they don't. But to. they do. They have no place in country. They're two completely they separate things. It more than ever. Yeah, it's just like you're supposed to just do your more thing. more than ever now. Yeah, you're supposed to do whatever you, religious you want to do, and that has nothing to do with who's founded, who made the fucking borders. Freedom, the freedom excuse works for both sides. The people that just want to live and like they go, we, we have freedom to not have religion, and then the, the religious people that want to pray everywhere yeah. want that freedom Kurt to Metzger be able to do whatever. Like, you can't fight in an army if you're of God. There's there's no reason to kill an Afghan. That's what I was saying man. before. I was it's like, got nothing to do. Your religion says don't kill. Why are you killing someone in another country? Yeah, I don't understand. I, there's something like what do they call it? There's a word for it. That if you feel if you feel like you're suppressing a greater evil, yeah, like you to go and try to kill the Nazis before they take over. Correct. What a Nazi talk today. Um, yeah, but is that what we're doing greater no. evil now at some point. Oh, dude! If you start getting into just all off the politics, I mean, really, you're so- just doing whatever they tell you to do. Whatever your country tells you to do, you just you're yeah yeah yeah. It's a whole other thing. It's but by the way, Simone, a lot of what you're talking about is relating to yourself is just saying like, I'm just, this just happens to be my path and that happens to be their path Yep. to where it's like, I'll see sometimes like if someone is like super crazy in traffic, like, like I'm like, Oh, they're just, they're just upset right now or yeah. something. All that sort of talk. That's really is mushroom sort of like, <laughs> it really is like that thought of like, by the way, we're also leaving out the Islamic fundamentalists who are probably the worst people in the world. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I yeah, mean, absolutely. It doesn't just yeah. stop and end with Catholicism. It's I, it's religion as a whole. Yeah, I think it's the best. There's shitty parts in almost every. And, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. You, you know, I, I've lived in Brooklyn for a couple of years. Yeah. The way the Orthodox Jews treat women are oh, yeah, is pretty horrible. It's not much better than that's what I mean. Like this all seems written in a in a before time. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. It's like the sudden whoever thought it up it's like yeah we, we think women are equal now and they'd be like what what are you kidding me not i don't think there's a religion rules. out here i don't think there's a religion because they're all formed thriving before, now that they have to change keep women equal to men no not in there not, not in there, like tenants and stuff i, I believe religious yeah. for a while i grew up from fourth grade up until 11th grade, I switched schools. Mm-hmm. I went from uh, Hebrew Academy to Jewish Day School, and Jewish Day School was non-denominational Jewish. Mm-hmm. So they had an Orthodox service, and they had another service. I did the Orthodox service. But then I started like going to lunch with these guys, because now we had cars, too. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we were driving. They didn't keep kosher, and they would eat like, Roy Rogers and stuff. And like, whoa. And I just started swaying. But that wasn't like a decision to, like, I'm going to stop doing this now. Yeah. It was just like, oh, fuck up. And then you, it's one thing leads to another, and suddenly you're eating Roy's every day. Yeah. That's where I get my chicken. sister on uh, religion is women's issues. Because yeah. she was always pissed that me and my brother were altar boys and they didn't let altar girls do yeah. it. And now they have them, but she was really pissed. for she, like that's. I'm sure she felt displaced. I'm like, this doesn't include me. Yeah. Who made this things up? Fucking people in z- the year zero <laughs> told us how to live and we're going to live this way now. Mm. That's a long do time ago. Do you think ago. that there's any truths that are timeless? Like... 
just because like I firmly believe like a lot of the books I read are, were written hundreds of years ago. Yeah, some but things that hold up mean, better than others. Yeah. It seems like that, but then maybe not. Like just because something's new doesn't Dude, mean you know it's how better. you know how when we started comedy, gay was like a was like an acceptable joke. Yeah. You know, like as a punchline. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, but he was gay. Or that was the gayest thing I've ever yeah. seen. Right, and then it slowly became. And I had gay friends in college. So I was going to try. I had made an attempt not to just use that as just a punchline, just in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Like I can make fun of gays, but not just because they're gay. But now it's becoming like people like twenty four year olds. They're, they're just like that's innate in them now. They're just like yeah, what do you mean? Yeah, they're just gay. Yeah, they don't think about it as better or worse. So yeah, you make jokes and you realize like, oh, my thoughts are becoming irrelevant. Yeah, the way of thinking that way is becoming like grandfatherly, and so it's like all these. But but for like hundreds of maybe even thousands of years, gays were like, yeah, you're not. And it's still most of the rest of the country, most of the rest of the world, they're not considered equals in any way. But now we're starting to rethink those. Yeah, but you I also have to remember ideas. where you've been for the last ten years. Yeah, Los Angeles, California, very yes, forward thinking place. Very forward thinking place. But we start these your your curve, your thought curve is probably very different than the same guy your age that lives in yeah, who never gets to see like a gay you know um, streets or Alabama yeah. or you know what I'm saying. Well, I think that's a big part of trying to live religion and trying to love people is that you have to. The more you're exposed to people with different thoughts, yeah, and different cultures, yeah, the less foreign they are to you. The more you see them as a person and and not worthy. Like they're just you can't be. I don't think you could be somebody's enemy yeah, or think somebody's wrong. Them. If you really get to know them. Yeah, you're like, oh, you must have just had a tough life. Or that's what I see when people are going through, when I've done it enough, enough experiences, when I see someone going through a bad breakup and they're screaming about their ex-girlfriend, mm-hmm. like, this fucking bitch. I want to be like, yeah, man, I know, I've been there. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah the more hurt. shit you go through, the yeah. tougher it is to it's judge. Like, I've all, we've all done it a, a bunch of times, and this is just your first time, so you'll, you'll be okay in a, in a couple months or a year yep. or two. But like, yeah, you don't judge them. You don't be like, what the fucking idiot? You're just like, yeah, you haven't, this is just where you yeah, are in your past. you are. I guess that's how religion's supposed to treat other people, right? Yeah. You know, well, you know, they do, well there's like, I read all, this great book. Uh, it's called Tattoos on the Heart, written by this guy, Father Gregory Boyle, yeah. who runs uh, Homeboy Industries in Boyle Heights, where he takes all these gang members yeah. and rehabilitates them, like gives really? them job training. gives that, And a lot of times, like there was a story in there about these two rival gang members that tried to kill each other. Uh-huh. And now they had to work alongside each other. Wow. And what had happened was, as soon as they started to really work alongside each other, they, they, they those barriers came down. So you know, history X. Yeah. Yep. It's real. Yeah. See, that's what I think. I think the human beings are beautiful, and our, our our natural inclination is to connect and is to love and is to make everybody's journey easier. I think that's our natural natural state, but we get caught up in the bullshit. Yeah. We start operating more from fear than love. And then fear is going to make you want to be more competitive. Fear is going to make you want so to be now, more judgmental. So now I wonder if just those thoughts, because I'm really thinking about this now, because a lot of what you're telling me is the stuff I've learned doing mushrooms. Okay. I wonder if those thoughts are just have nothing to do with God, but just become like a universal truth. Like, well, ever, to me, that's part of the, I think God is the universal truth. I think God is the ultimate truth. It's just like gravity. You know, it's just like certain things that just are. Absolutely. We can figure out why maybe later, but it's like, this is, this is. Absolutely. I think like when people criticize religion and science and th- I'm like no 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 use science use logic 
Yeah. Because if you have faith without thought, then you just have superstition. That's my problem. Where it's like if you take if you tell me somebody not Voltaire, whoever was friends with C.S. Lewis, whatever he said, he thought oh, Manny Pacquiao. He, yeah, Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> where you think it out and you realize, oh, I get it. Yeah, okay. Was, yeah, oh, God does this. But if someone can understand it on that level, mm-hmm. and if there's a commandment to go to church and to pray and stuff. Mm-hmm. Then they would have to make that if it's a just God and a fair God, they would have to make that information really available to everybody, and not it just is. the super smartest people in the world. It would just have to be out there that it's no. real. Oh, I think it can't be a leap of faith to some, and some people can get proven to. That's not no. Fair. There's, al- there's always faith involved. There always has to be, but there's 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 faith involved in any thought. Where does the faith come system? from? There has to be a reason to have the faith. What do you mean? There has to be a reason to say, I want to have faith that God exists. You have to already believe in order to want to believe. Oh, yeah. That's why I don't judge people. I think like, I think I was blessed to have a little, not as much as Renazizi's brother that's now a priest. Yeah. But I definitely have more. Dude, the vast majority of my friends are atheists since yeah. when I moved out here. I mean, me, most. And I just go, wow. All right. I've been given this. I feel my faith is a, it's, it's a gift that uh, – I have put in a little effort to cultivate it a little bit more by going to church, by trying to pray, by reading. You books. are one of the nicest people I know. Uh, I try. Thanks. Like you're pleasant and nice to people. <laughs> That's what I try. And you go out of your way. Well, I I remember reading that Gandhi quote yeah. where he talked about yeah, Christianity is a great so religion. But if I <laughs> please just give me, don't, don't tell anyone. Just give it to me with cheese. Yeah, yeah. and a little bit of chipotle mayo. Perfect. <laughs> please. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So what? Uh, the copy quote about uh, he was like, "Yeah, Christianity is a great religion." I, I, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but he was like, "Too bad I never met a Christian." And I'm like, "Oh God, yeah. that's so powerful." Yeah, I've only met a few nice Christians. My old my old acting teacher Tom something. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like a, a nice Christian. He didn't impose it on anybody. Yeah. But he like you know went through example like you. You fucking lead through. Candace example. from Live Nation. You know her. Uh-uh. She's a nice Christian. Really? Yep. And it's like, oh, you, you need to get more people like you out there. Those people aren't vocal enough. Yeah. The assholes are the vocal ones. Yeah. Yeah. That's Michelle Bachman. There's no news stories. There's only news stories about the rapist priests. There's no news stories about this, someone who just helped somebody get home. Yeah. Because yeah. their car was broken down. Which McCall? Colbert does a thing where he has a priest come on every once in a while, and that guy's cool. Really? Because I remember he his quote, I read so much stuff. But his quotes nothing. pretty much was uh, like uh, – I'm paraphrasing again. But something like the soul joy, joy, like seeing somebody happy and joyful is the sheerest sign that God's present. And I believe that. Yeah, I could see I could see sort of that. But it's also like there's a lot I don't understand, but I'm not going to just give that to God. Well, bro, there's a lot I don't understand too. And whenever somebody tells me they don't believe in God or their faith, I go, yeah, okay, I get I it. I can see why you would. Yeah, I totally – I go, because I'm full of faith, and there are times where I go, really? You're going to put me through this? I can't see why someone would believe in God. I can see the nice things it gives you. I can see the meditation stuff from church. You Mm -hmm. know, I can see the live-through example makes me feel better. Mm -hmm. You lock people's doors. When they don't have automatic doors, you you always lock my door before you leave your car, before you leave my car. And most people don't, but it's not something they think about. They're getting out of the passenger seat. They're just like, you go. Yeah. I'm dropping you off, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But Simone always does it, locks his door and stuff. He goes out of his way to like be thoughtful of other people's yeah, he's my husband i know <laughs> that's why i love him i proposed to david taylor when See, they were doing legal marriages in san francisco like seven eight years ago i was like david let's do it let's get married it'll be ridiculous he's like no my mom will find out i was like well here's what you have in it for you 
free health care. <laughs> <laughs> is it worth being a little ridiculous for? I'll pay for everything. Yeah. I just want to make a mockery of it. Can we just do that together? He was a whole phrase, mom would find out. What were you going to say, Simone? I don't even know what I was going to say. It's four. You should. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got to finish packing right. and leave. Um, all right, you guys. Uh, you guys have any dates coming up? Maybe I'll air that this this, this week. Um, I'm at Governors in Long DC? Governors in Long Island and Caroline's in New York in the month of what? The last weekend in November. Okay. Those two weekends in a row: the okay, weekend of nice. Thanksgiving and the weekend after of Thanksgiving. Okay. I'll be in, in Governors in March, I think. Oh, nice. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, Mark is that the owner? Yes, he's great. He gets down. Big time. We had fun in Montreal together. He's a blast. Yeah. You'll have him more fun my, right there. Like my long out, which the two governors, he switched the one so I could be closer to him so we could use his volcano. Yeah. He's okay, the best. He really is. He, his car, you just see, get that picture just oh, yeah, underneath, underneath water. Yeah. Ugh. God. Um, Steve Simone, where are you going to be? Uh, end of the November, I'm going to be in Louisville at the Improv with Byrne. Oh, nice. that place is yeah, awesome. Burn. It'll be a good show. That's a good, that's so good much fun. I've never been to that room yet. You Twice. Go What's that? No, I'm in town. Okay, I'm trying nice. to finish a script. At the comedy store? Yep, I'll be at the store hopefully every Saturday night. Okay. Um, fucking rad. I'll be in Chicago and New York this next week. Oh, Chicago's the best. Check my website. Already the great. That House of Blues is fun. Really? Yeah. You did is that it the week? Yeah. Is that the one you're doing with Joey Diaz? Yeah. Oh, man. That's oh, it's be beautiful. Sweet. Really? Yeah, it's really nice. What do you, what's the New Year's gig you're doing with the league? We're not doing New Year's. We're going I mean, to Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Super Bowl weekend. Panama. I think, I think the Thursday of Super Bowl weekend, we're going to perform at the House of Blues in New Orleans. This is completely presumptive that we even have that ability, but that would be great. That's something we want to do. We're going to try. Okay, and Simone's starting a podcast soon. Good. Yeah, I think I'm going to buy the stuff. I'm sick of waiting yeah. for one and of these networks. And you're doing Rowdy Roddy one. Piper's podcast too now all the time or no? Yeah, he's back in town next week. So yeah, the Rod Pod will be up and going again the next Rod week. Pod. And you're consistently on there? Yeah, I'm like a, I'm really a sidekick. Cool. I had a Roddy in. Dude, he'd be great. Yeah, I know. He said he'd do it. I just have to let me be home for a couple weeks. And you can help me with that one. Yeah, he's supposed to be getting in town this weekend. We'll set it up. All right. Um, do you want to, you, you should maybe have my brother on. Yeah, I was thinking you're in New York. talking about it. That would be I'll, awesome. I'll call him. Yeah, maybe I'm on Long Island. Yeah. One time. That'd be really cool. Um, all right, you guys. Thanks, oh, Ari. Twitter. Steve Renazizi. At Steve Renazizi. At Steve R-A-N-N-A-Z-Z-I-S-I. At Steve S-I-M-E-O-N-E. Steve Simeone. Yeah, you came right here from basketball. Thanks for coming to my... Your hovel? My hovel, yeah. Your fucking Colombian hovel? This place is a disaster. (laughs) His reaction, Renazizi's reaction when he came in, I was like, oh, it's a little messy. He goes, yeah, I've been to your apartment before. It's gotten out of hand, though. He he came and was like, oh, my God. (laughs) I stepped out and then just immediately turned my phone on and took started capturing photos. (laughs) For, for almost what I believe I to be evidence. Before you got here, I was really tired. Oh, my Lord. It's a disaster. Sebastian Mascalco thinks, he said, I showed him a picture. He said, it looks like a garbage pit. <laughs> like a landfill. <laughs> Disgusting. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the starry crown, good Lord. Down, down in the river to pray. 
All right. There you go, everybody. That's the episode. What'd you think? And yeah, I did wish we had more time. That was my only uh, regret with that one. Ooh, almost made it into the end zone. Um, but we didn't. So what can you do? We'll be back to it. But I like those sort of discussions. It got more serious just because the topic was so serious. But it's kind of interesting. It was really interesting to me, especially the way Simone talked about what what um, religion gives him, what, what, what prayer gives him. It really does... Oh man, I wasn't joking about that. It really does carry a lot of similarities to mushrooms. I wonder what he would be like on them. I think he'd be really cool. I think he'd be really good at it. Nobody really has bad mushroom trips, by the way. I mean, once in a long while, but really nobody has those. And if you do, it's 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 not that bad. It's five six hours, and you're fine. It's not like anything lasting happens to you. Anyway. So thank you very much for tuning into the episode. Uh, I thought it was interesting. We'll probably be back to talk more about that. I'll probably interview uh, Zisi's um, brother. That'd be cool, right? A Catholic priest. You know, I have some questions about that stuff. Um, so thank you for tuning in. Uh, don't forget to check out Simone's podcast, uh, or Simone is on the Rod Pod uh, podcast with Roddy Roddy Piper every week. And he's also starting up his own podcast, which I'm hoping will be just stories from his childhood and uh, stories about his guest childhoods. He's so good at that stuff about like relaying like what it used to be like and stuff. And then Renazisi is on the league. Um, tune in on, on FX every week after it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Um, Thursdays. I think it's Thursdays. Um, and that's it. Don't forget, uh, go to my website, arithegreat.com where you can check out all my tour dates. Uh, you can also click on links for proflowers.com. Go to poorflowers.com and type in skeptic on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner. And, uh, and they give me – I don't even know what their deal is. What deal do they give me? I don't know. I'll find out though. But if you're getting this stuff, they have a lot of cool like autumn colors. Dude, I like flowers. I don't give a fuck. Why does it only women get them? They're fucking nice. I mean when they're around, they smell good. It's not even – you know what I mean. So like everyone can appreciate flowers. You don't have to be – you know what? I mean gay. That's what I mean. I mean, I'm hiding from the word gay. Why do you get called less manly just because you like flowers? I think they're cool looking. And they, whatever. Anyway, so go to that and go to Amazon.com. You can get my album on Amazon.com. Uh, you can also get it on Topspin. And you can also get it from free internet torrents. I was just telling the crowd this in, in, uh, in, um, in Calgary. Somebody was like, hey, do you have your album? My album is called Revenge for the Holocaust. It's on iTunes now. It went to number one a few weeks ago. Thank you very much for that. But um, I was like, dude, I don't have an album. I'm making them. I'll have them eventually. But when I see people at like Best Buy or something, if I'm buying cables or something, or a video game and I'm at Best Buy, by the way, if you go to Gamefly, go to Gamefly.com slash Ari, sign up for a two-week free trial, get uh, free video games for two weeks, and then I get 15 bucks. Anyway, um, uh, I see people online ahead of me with CDs like in their hands, and I want, I want to be like, Go out, I want to go up to them like, dude, what are you doing, bro? You don't have to do that. That's <laughs> Everything's just free now online. You can just get it all. Anyway, if you don't know how to get uh, music that way, then go get my web- my album on iTunes or on CD Baby or on Topspin or on Amazon or whatever. Uh, also, I have t-shirts. Uh, my 2012 tour shirt is still for sale. I am fully stocked right now. Um so make an order and I'll send them out. I have, I have girl sizes now. I have, I have a girl's large. That's the only girl size I have. But I have girl's larges. It's like smaller than a small, but slightly, I think. 
All right, you guys. Uh, thank you for Steve Simone and Steve Renazizi. Check them both out on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. I try to limit the amount of pushing I do for shows and try to make jokes as much as I can. I'm at Ari Shafir or at Ari Shafir. Uh, thank you guys very much for tuning in. If you have suggestions or uh, feedback or anything on the sound or on um, stuff you liked or stuff you didn't like, please uh, send me an email at contact at com, and I will read it. I won't respond usually, but I'll read it. And I like them. I like even the good ones or the bad ones. I like hearing them. So, all right. I will talk to you later. Chicago and New York this week. I'll see you guys soon. I'm so ready for my album, by the way. My, not my album, my special. The reason I'm doing it fast now is because I already I started trying to record this album in uh, in Edmonton last year at Halloween weekend, and this recording didn't come out. So as soon as I did it, I put it away and started building my new hour. And then when it didn't come out, I like took another month, got that old material fresh again, and did it in Denver, and then went right back to the new material. So it's been a year, so I'm ready to record, and it's fucking good. I was really happy with it, and in Portland, I was really happy with it in Austin. I was really happy with it, and. In Calgary, I'm just waiting to see. I just have to decide which fucking hour to do. I have extra now. Man, it feels so good when you start moving and doing stuff. All right. Anyway, uh, I've sidetracked. This is all about religion. Uh, Let's take it out with um, one of the greatest bands in history, Arcade Fire. If you don't know them, you really should. They're fucking epic. And I saw them in Ottawa once at Blues Fest in 2010, my first year at Blues Fest. I was with Bobby Slayton and Mike Wilmot. And, uh, and a couple other comics And um, so All those comics, all those guys The old people, all fucking wanted to do their Fucking adult drugs And I was just interested in watching Arcade Fire And taking a pot edible um, So I went and watched Alone And man, they were awesome They never stopped playing music For an hour straight, they never stopped playing music Hour and a half, excuse me, they headlined Hour and a half straight, they didn't stop playing And everybody switched off positions Win and fucking that the French girl, the lead singer, they all scope like guitar to like violin to piano, then to drums and to some weird instrument. They they fucking restarted that went out of popularity in the 1600s. They just rotate back and forth. It's like so. Oh, they play album rock. It's so fucking good. But anyway, uh, this song is from Neon Bible, and it's it's uh, it's such a depressing view on uh, on God and uh, the meaning of life. And it makes me cry sometimes when I hear it. So, let's go. This will take us out. Arcade Fire. Um, All right, thank you guys for tuning in. I'll talk to you later. Uh, It's called Intervention. Bye.